My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to travel and cruise industry news podcast. On this, the 21st day of September 2023, brought to you in part by Will U.S. All right, we do have a couple headlines today. Again, not a real big news day. But an Alaska port seeks seeks cruise passenger limits in 2024. Bar Harbor is back in the news. Carnival Freedom leaves on a transatlantic. MSC orders two hydrogen-powered vessels. Of course, a weather update and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Today is National Pecan Cookie Day. I mean, I can deal with that. I don't dislike pecan cookies. I'm obviously a big fan of chocolate chip cookies. But I can I don't mind a pecan cookie. I'm sure we don't have any here in the house, so I'll have to go out somewhere and find some. But I'll take part in that. All right, if you're listening by the podcast, of course, you're always welcome here. You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Normally, within 15, 20 minutes of the end of the broadcast, the podcast is live. Or you can also get it wherever you get your podcast from. All the big guys, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pandora. Amazon Music, Google Podcast, any of them. Just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening and want to jump over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description so you can do just that. In case you want to check out pictures, clips, interviews, any of those things that we might be using on that day's show. All right, we'll continue on here after this. This is my first roll on the Will Model C2 Power Chair. It has a driving range of 11 miles at a maximum speed of 5 miles an hour. It's 21.8 inches wide has a weight capacity of up to 300 pounds, and is completely air travel approved. The Will 
Model C2. Of course, you guys know I love the Will folks, Scooter Around folks. Been using them for years. I'm working out all the details now on uh, being able to trans transport the chair without taking it apart and putting it back together. Don't get me wrong, folks. Taking it apart and putting it back together is a doable thing for most people. But because I have limits to the time that I can stand, not so much on my ability to stand. It's just like my ability to walk. It's when I, my O2 level drops. I can't, I don't have time with the O2 level, even with oxygen going in my nose, uh, to take the chair apart and put it back together. So I had to look for another way around it. So it looks like I've got one more little thing to check out today, uh, but it looks like I'm going to put a automatic rack on the back of my car so that I will roll the chair up on the lift, uh, push a button, raise it up so I can drive without a dragon or anything, and cover it and strap it down and have it ready for the road. Uh, everything is made just for that purpose. So it looks like that's the direction I'll be going so I can uh, travel comfortably with uh, the new chair. All right. Oh, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I knocked myself off the air again. That's just typical that I'm constantly doing something stupid like that. Oh, well. All right. Uh, the first thing this morning, uh, Elizabeth down at Cozumel sent us some lovely shots of sunset last night. And then she sat out by the pool for a while until it was well into dark. I talked to her just a, shortly after that picture was taken at the pool. Her uh, leaving day has been moved up a day rather than leaving Saturday. She's now leaving tomorrow. So she was airing out her suitcases and all that business and was going inside last night to start on the packing process. Of course, tomorrow will be a full day of packing. And she's going to be heading to the Oceana Marina. So we're looking forward to hearing from her on that one. All right, this is our buddy Janine. And, uh, you know, when I get her back on the show again, I want to ask her, what the hell she doing uh, toting a big hunk of bananas around on her shoulder? Of course, I'm not sure she is. It just looks like that. But... Uh, Janine is in the Austral Islands, which is the southernmost archipelago in the in French Polynesia, on Aranui Cruises. Did anybody ever hear of Aranui Cruises? Not me. Uh, but the Jean, Janine was uh, taking some dancing lessons uh, while she was there. And, of course, she was, uh, she'd taken part to fisting it on the native uh, adult beverages. That's our friend Janine, and we love her to death. 
All right, this was uh, Bethany leaving the Marco Polo Airport in Benice. For goodness to folks that don't speak Italian. Bethany will be a guest on the show uh, Monday. I'm actually going to be taping the interview with her tomorrow. She's gotten home from another trip and her work schedule is just driving her nuts. So getting her for a few minutes to do an interview uh, was a little more problematic than normal for Bethany. Uh, and she has no time at 11 o'clock. So and I can understand that. But she's got to she gotta start saving up money for the next adventure. But anyway, I do have uh, some questions for Bethany about crystal cruises and comparing them to uh, the last cruise ship she was on, Azumata. So we'll see what she has to say about that. And that'll be a fun comparison, too. Two quality lines. Uh, We, you know, I don't sail on quality lines, so I can't speak to that. Um, But I just, I'm looking forward to the interview. And, of course, I love Bethany to death, too, so. And let's see, that's uh, Emma. She's in Vietnam. She said it was so hot. Her phone was telling her it was 105 degrees. I mean, she, she her phone tells her it's, it's 41 degrees centigrade, which is 105 degrees Fahrenheit. So she said it was, the, they went on an excursion, but it was not for the faint of heart because they were in very little air conditioning for like six hours. They were out in that kind of heat. She said, if you had any, heart weakness at all. You had been laid out. So, but M's having a good time over there on, she and, um, they're on uh, Spectrum of the Seas. Over there, they sailed out of Hong Kong. That's, uh, Paradij. They're up in uh, Kodiak, Alaska. Uh, Kodiak's not one of the normal ports of call, so I, that's why I wanted to show this. That you know there are ports up there that are a little different. We're going to be talking about that later on this morning. And finally, the person that posts less stuff on social media than anybody I know is Gretchen. She finally posted something, so we know at least she's made it to London. Not a word about the trip, the plane, nothing. But we know she's in London. So, Gretchen, thank you for that. And let's see here. This is uh, from Joanne. Joanne got to see the uh, the Northern Lights again last night, which that's pretty cool to do it two nights in a row. And then uh, this is uh, Hot Air Tom wanted me to show this to Cindy. Cindy, Hot Air Tom went back to some crazy place up there that makes pies and stuff uh, and has other sweets. And he wanted me to show you what is coming. Now, he didn't buy the whole shop. 
of what he came close. This, of course, is a shufa pie, and this one, he hasn't eaten on it yet. <clears throat> they did have a few shufa pies uh, in the display case. And this is a box of donuts. He claims, Cindy, is coming to you. He claims. If I wasn't using the phone as the camera, I'd call my bookie and see what the odds are on Hot Air Tom getting back home to Cindy with any of that those donuts intact. Something tells me Cindy might get one or two, and that's it. Ah, good old hot air, Tom. And, of course, everybody knows how much I love Cindy. So, all right, guys. I'll be back with a few news stories after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, the top story today, guys, uh, has to deal with... Uh, Sitka, Alaska. In a rather shocking move, I thought yesterday, a number of uh, cruise, the number of cruise passengers flooding the small town of Sitka has left a group of residents clamoring that a cruise passenger limit be imposed. This past summer, cruise ship transported 560,000 visitors to Sitka breaking last year's record and doubling the number of passengers from previous years. Resident Larry Edwards is spearheading a proposal stipulating that no more than 240,000 cruise passengers be allowed to visit the state's oldest city each year. He said it's about regaining control and restoring order in the local community. This is one thing I'm going to try to get Nate on one day that we can talk about. And I can understand if you're you're set and ready to handle 200,000 people in a small community, all of a sudden you got double that. That could cause problems. I mean, even down from simple stuff like trash collection and you know keeping the area clean. Uh, and ready for tourists. Uh, 
I mean, all of a sudden, your infrastructure's got to be changed drastically. The number of people that can be fed, I'm sure, was uh, hurt. I can see where that could put a, a stretch on a community. Though it's the first time a vote about it will occur on a municipal level, Edwards shared that the issue isn't new. It's been controversial since the 1990s, and nobody's really ever asked the people of the city of Sitka what they want. He said that compared to Bar Arbor, Maine's cap of 1,000 passengers per day, including crew members, uh, the 240,000 cap per year, is actually a little more relaxed. Edwards also mentioned that the ordinance he drafted, which includes daily and weekly limits, considers the number of cruise passengers who visit the city annually before the pandemic. If implemented, cruise operators will need to secure permits from the city and provide daily updates on the number of passengers and crew members. Municipal Administrator John Leach has not reviewed Edwards' ordinance yet, but he expressed concern of the legal, constitutional, and economic ramifications. Fearing litigation, Leach said, there's a big litigation risk in the way we're going to have to pay for that litigation when and if it comes that way is right out of our general fund. Our general fund is what pays for our public schools. It pays for our infrastructure, and it pays for our public safety. But before it takes effect, there are considerable hurdles ahead for Edwards, aside from collecting more than 800 signatures within three months. It has to be approved by the city. Once ratified, it will be voted on by Sitkins, possibly in early December. Sitka, Alaska is a sought-after destination for kayaking, exploring the Fortress of the Bear and Raptor Center and taking whale-watching tours. The Alaska cruise season runs April to October. They've expanded it. They used to be May to September, and they tried to steal a month on either side. Currently, Sitka does not have a cruise passenger limit. I'd like to ask Nate what... He's heard up there because he deals with a number of the excursion folks to see if this actually will go through or not go through. All right. The next story today comes from Carnival. No, it doesn't. The next story today is another uh, issue similar to that. So let's get that knocked out of the way first. Another U.S. port is in the news today. In a unanimous 6-0 vote, the town council of Bar Harbor, Maine, has opted to eliminate the cruise ship committee that was established years ago to offer guidance on cruise tourism issues. While the committee was, has provided valuable information and recommendations over the years, it has come to be seen as a potentially biased and no longer represents the full scale of tourism in the community. 
The overall feeling among the town council is that the cruise ship committee has outlived its purpose as the town's tourism has grown in various sectors over the years. The committee was made up of 17 members comprised of one council member, the harbor master, the uh, town's deputy clerk, the local police chief, two local business representatives and two local residents, various members of the local cruise industry sectors and businesses that service cruise guests were also part of the committee, including taxi tours, shore excursions, and Acadia National Park. Once again, Bar Harbor is in the news with their movement to eliminate cruise traffic. We'll move on to Carnival and the Carnival Freedom. Carnival Freedom is sailing from Port Canaveral later on today for a transatlantic crossing to Europe. Sailing to Spain, the 13-night cruise features visits to four destinations before arriving in Barcelona. After leaving its home port, the Carnival Cruise Line vessel was set to visit Kings Wharf in Bermuda before heading to Ponta Delgada in Portugal's Azores. The 2007-built ship then cruises to Spain, where it is set to visit two additional ports, Malaga and Valencia. Once in Europe, the Carnival Freedom is scheduled to undergo a routine dry dock in the Spanish shipyard. In addition to regular maintenance, hotel upkeep, and classwork, the Freedom will see its funnel, which was damaged during a fire incident last year, rebuilt. Now returning to its original form, the ship's trademark whale tail funnel was trimmed to allow for a quicker return to service following emergency repairs in 2022. Once the work is completed, the Carnival Freedom is set to return to service October 23, kicking off a repositioning voyage back to the U.S., which will be a 14-nighter on November 6. The ship is scheduled to resume the regular schedule of short cruises to the Bahamas and the Eastern Caribbean sailing out of Port Canaveral. All right. MSC got in the news again as they have confirmed orders for two cutting-edge hydrogen-powered vessels Explora 5 and 6 for its luxury cruise brand Explora Journeys if I get my tongue to work which is built in Fincantieri shipyard. Explora 5 and 6 will use liquid nitrogen with fuel cells for the hotel operations while docked in ports. This innovative technology allows those vessels to switch off their engines during their time in port, eliminating carbon emissions and contributing to cleaner air in the port of call. Congratulations to MSC on that one. All right, guys, I put it off as long as I could. We got to look at the weather. 
All right, so uh, we got Nigel still uh, still in hurricane status, as a matter of fact. But it's moving quickly northeastward now. It's about 495 miles southeast of, the, of Cape Race, Newfoundland. Maximum sustained wind, still hurricane strength, 85 miles an hour. Present movement is to the northeast at 30. Minimum central pressure. It's come up a little, but it's still 977. Weakening is forecast during the next couple of days, and Nigel should become post-tropical cyclone by tomorrow. In the you look at the two X's down there, you got two yellow X's. In the western Atlantic, that's the one closest to Florida. A trough of low pressure several hundred miles east of the Florida Peninsula. It's producing a large area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms. A non-tropical low-pressure system is expected to form within this area by early tomorrow. Um, A non-tropical low-pressure system is expected to form within the uh, this area during Friday, and this system could acquire some subtropical characteristics while it moves generally northward toward the coast of North Carolina. Regardless of the subtropical development, this low is likely to bring gusty winds and gale force heavy rains and high surf to portions of the southeast and mid-Atlantic United States on uh, Friday and into Saturday. Over the next 48 hours, they're saying 30% chance of further development and a 40% chance for the next seven days. Over in the eastern tropical Atlantic, a tropical wave located just west of the Cabo Verde Islands is producing some disorganized shower and thunderstorm activities. Environmental conditions are forecast to be conducive for gradual development of the system and a tropical depression is likely to form this weekend or early next week while the system moves generally westward at 10 to 15 miles an hour across the eastern and central tropical Atlantic. And the main thing about this is does it follow the trough or does the sucker veer back to the north like the last, what, five storms have done? So uh, who knows? All right, uh, in the Pacific, we've got Kenneth out there. Of course, Kenneth is forecast to be in weakening today. It's located about 18, uh, no, 1,085 miles west-southwest of the southern tip of Baja. Sustained winds are at 50. Currently, it's moving northwest at 10. Pressure is an even 1,000 right now. Gradual weakening is forecast in Kenneth. Should become a remnant low by tomorrow night. And the other one, which is uh, closer to uh, Central America, let's say, than Kenneth, a low-pressure trough located several hundred miles south-southwest of the southwestern coast of Mexico is producing a broad area of showers and thunderstorms. Gradual development of the system is possible over the next several days. Talking 10% over the next 48 hours. 40% over the next seven days. Good chance of 
could become a tropical depression uh, by the weekend. So that's the weather for today. All right, let's go see who's fussing at me in the chat room and who joined us today. Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. Kenneth is here up in Pennsylvania. There's Cindy. Good morning, Cindy. Dennis is here. Final day of summer, autumnal equinox on Friday, but no worries. Summer temps remain. Yeah, well, in places they do. I know uh, Alaska's been just getting brutal weather. Not heat, cold. And windy and extremely high tides and stuff that are just doesn't normally happen in September. And they're doing cruises now into October up there. I'm not real wild about that. There's a couple of things we can ask Nate if I can get Nate on one day. Cindy says, happy packing and safe traveling to Elizabeth. Yes, I agree. Benetia. Benetia. Is that what I said? Whoopie pies. Yes. There were some whoopie pies in that. Hi, everyone. Departing Pennsylvania for home, where in departing, he will start eating Cindy's donuts. And Cindy, you have my permission. If he gets home with the donuts gone, you have my permission to stab him with a butcher knife. And I said that publicly. I'm sure Cindy will listen to that. And from the other, Cindy, question for anyone who has been to Venice. If we stay there two days post-cruise, is it better to stay by the airport or on the island section inaccessible by water taxi? I realize that Este is far from Venice. Dennis, I hope, yeah, Dennis is going to answer that. I don't know because I have not stayed there. If staying on Venice, it is within your budget, then stay there, but give yourself plenty of time to get to that airport. Elizabeth, the Sierra Buena Diaz, Chile, and the gang, hot and sunny in Cozumel. Popped in late, now leaving tomorrow and arriving in Copenhagen Sunday afternoon. Uh, flying the long way that the crew gets sent. Oh, that means you got to go to Istanbul. That kind of sucks. Cindy says, if we stay on the island, is it easy to get back to the mainland? If we stay on the mainland by the airport, is it easy to get water taxis? Good question, Cindy. Uh, I can probably come up with answers to that if nobody has a sufficient answer. Uh, Let's see if I can make a note of that. Yeah, it doesn't let me copy that. That sucks. Okay, I will try to remember that, Cindy. Uh, Elizabeth says, if you have two days, 
I wouldn't stay near the airport, get out and enjoy it. When I was going to be there earlier this year, uh, that was going to be my plan to stay. Uh, we were actually going in pre-cruise and staying a couple days before we got on the cruise. So, but I, it was right down, uh, you know, on, you can get, go through a side door of the hotel onto a gondola. I mean, we were literally right down on the canal. Transportation is easy around Venice or Beniche, whichever you want to call it. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. There's Emily. Hello, gang. Safe travels, Tom. Yes, Tom, you do. Isn't even though I'm fussing at you about the donuts, you'd be safe, of course. Dennis says it's very easy to get to the main one. Okay. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nick. Uh, watched my dog yesterday. A couple of people have their Halloween decorations out already. Oh, walked my dog. Not watched her dog. She walked the dog. Well, Fiona got to go out and pee every now and then, you know. <laughs> Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. Venezia. Venezia. Oh, I see what I'm doing wrong. Venice is Venezia. Venezia. Okay. Venezia. Okay, Dennis. Now, finally, duh. That one, that one poked through to the inner brain cells. I finally caught that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see. Sonny says, yay, come on, fall. Elizabeth, how found traveling and be safe? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that she had another rooting that would have been a lot less flying time. Because as it is now, she's got to go uh, she's got to get to Miami and from Miami to Istanbul and then Istanbul back. And it just seems like it's going a lot out of the way and a lot of extra hours. So, uh, Dennis is back to Venezia. Dennis says it's easy with trains, tacos, trains, tacos, and water taxis. I think that's supposed to be trains, taxis, and water taxis. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be riding around on a taco. <laughs> yeah, they're tacos as taxis. Yeah, that's, those autocorrect things sometimes really suck. Dennis. I hate it the one does that to me, too. He only says, yeah, I've been getting out to walk Fiona. Thanks, everyone. See you again in February. I'll send photos and videos to Chile. Meanwhile, come cruise with me on Oceana. Yeah, you send the pictures, and I'll certainly promote it for you. Uh, and I would love to sail on Oceana Marina. 
that would be really cool. So see if we can put that in the schedule someplace. Venice is English. Venezia is Italian. Yes. So it's not totally improper if I say Venice then. We are all liking, looking forward to your photos. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dee Dee and Mimi, hi. Good morning, y'all. Nice to have you with us. I hope she'll have time to explore Istanbul. So underrated, fantastic city. Um, I've not been to Istanbul. I wouldn't mind going. I don't know how accessible Istanbul would be, but that might be a that might be a research uh, a vessel here that I could access the accessibility of, or I can uh, study the accessibility of Istanbul and maybe do a little report on it. Uh, for the blog. Uh, but anyway, and then says, uh, welcome to DV and Mimi. Yes, indeed. Uh, we do this uh, every day. If you guys haven't uh, subscribed, uh, please consider doing so. Doesn't cost anything, helps the channel out a bunch. And as always, I tell you, pound that thumbs up button. That helps the channel out too. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for some more of this silliness, and we'll see what's in the news, and we'll see what some of our family's doing around the world. I do like doing that now, that I'm making myself take a block of time and go through and check and pull some pictures from wherever some of you guys are. I think that's really cool. And if anybody can send, you know, like a, a homing pigeon to Gretchen, reminder, she's supposed to be posting stuff for us to see. <laughs> One picture doesn't make a trip, Gretchen. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, as always, stay safe, stay healthy think about cruising and hopefully one day soon we're all going to get together on the high seas i see everybody back here tomorrow thanks for being with me everybody y'all have a phenomenal day see you later i regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships ports of call cruises themselves chilly chats and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, 
I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.